we're starting to figure out how this heist is going to go down. So you guys are all looking at plans standing around like a 60s, like white, groovy table. Standing over the table, I say, you all look so professional. I am sure this is going to go off without a hitch. Yeah. <laughs> they do not look professional. Just <laughs> So, let's rock. Camera up. Here we are in the penthouse of the Friskies Memorial Casino and Conference Hall. Here we are in this penthouse in slick, sexy 60s. We've got the, the those, those Kubrick whites and reds. We've got some very far out, post, post, post-modern pop art slapped up on the walls. We've got drunk martinis scattered about right in the center of this room we have a table the table is laid out with plans the neo scum need to obtain a pod that has been taken and placed in the vault of the el kuru pyramid and they are currently planning the heist so we jump now to the neo scum in their planning Alan is looking at the table and he's like, we really should have gotten those little wooden pegs to signal who everybody is on this map. I can't yeah. tell anything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hold on. I got a bunch of Monopoly pieces. Hold on. Uh, here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's lay out the problems. We should do this methodically. Let's list all of the things that stand in between us and success. Depression. <laughs> Our first obstacle is... Well, there's a Big-ass vault with a locked door on the front. Okay, so talking vault, the physical lock. Pat was able to confirm that within the vault, there's a physical lock that could be released from the inside. However, you gotta get inside first. I feel like the only way to get this vault open is for them to open it for us. Pox, are they expecting you to potentially come back and, like bring something down there to stash? Yes. As yes, that yes. character? Mm. As Havantha oh no. Argyle, right? Havantha oh, no. Argyle? Havantha, what did I sorry. say my name was? Yeah. I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they said your name wrong Havantha, when you said sorry. it back to them. Havantha so. Swagdile. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. What if uh, she's going in with her cargo, you know, to effectively get stored there because she's already been vetted and she goes in with tech in, you know, whatever the container is. Yes. I can bring tech. This is just like Ocean's Eleven, by the way, and I love that. I know. Like, <laughs> I didn't like, expect literally. it to be, but it works. <laughs> it does. <laughs> All right. Sounds like we just need to make a fancy little pot of our own. Squeeze my ass into it, and baby, that's showtime. But how are we going to make the pod in immediately? And then Dak pulls I, out Brandon. I might have a couple ideas. Oh, Dak pulls out what? A Brandon Sanderson's credit card. Uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> What was, what was your idea, Alan? And then he snaps oh. Brandon Sanderson's credit card in half. <laughs> oh, oh, it was 
it was gonna go to go back and get Brandon Sanderson's <laughs> credit card app off of his body and buy it. Oh well, you, we can still read the numbers off of this and the expiration date and then. No, you split this one right in the middle. It's impossible to tell what number it is now. Oh, it's in, it's it looks like it's a three on one side or an eight. <laughs> Cut to them in the back of Xanadu with clearly the cheapest, shittiest used fridge they could find. It's covered in like stickers and decals and magnets and shit. Yeah, apparently, apparently this used to belong to a teenager. Uh, you know this coffin fridge thing and and yeah he just put all of his skateboard stickers right on the front so <laughs> it's got so a little really like magnetic take- calvin pissing on a yankees logo or something <laughs> yeah it's got, it's got the mud flaps on, on one side tech opens the door and crawls in oh, did a dog shit in this <laughs> <laughs> cut back what's our second obstacle second obstacle let's be real you've got the pod how do you sneak out the main entrance? The thing is huge. Everyone's going to see it leaving. The pod is just too big and too pod-like to be stealthily snuck out without raising a bit of attention. And then here it zooms in and it's like through the secret passageway. Pat Rothfuss was able to confirm that there is a secret entrance that's like very within the sort of like, ooh, it's a pyramid, like a meta narrative, like secret entrance, right? It's used mostly by security employees, employees to enter in a discreet way. So that's definitely an option, though, guaranteed meeting with some kind of security presence within. So it's the official, unofficial entrance, but to keep like the narrative purity of the entire hotel and the casino and the vault because it's a secret entrance it's not as closely guarded and then there's the sort of the genuinely secret entrance which is you know like the way in through the sewers you know it's the classic three you go in through the front there's the secret entrance or the double secret entrance which is always the sewers junk has got to leave that place somehow those turds got to go somewhere you know Pat's knowledge is a little old, so who knows what it looks like now, but that could be a viable option. Getting into the garbage zone, traveling through the sewers, and clambering out. But then again, what's in the sewers? Probably a bunch of masturbating dwarves. (laughs) If past episodes of Neoscom are any indication. I think we've got to go through the super secret sewer. Ideally, it should be unguarded. But if it is lightly guarded we'll need to take out whoever is standing in the way. Okay. So, Pox's preliminary scouting, you know, it was, uh, let's be real, it was uh, limited. It covered just the path to the vault via the personal escort, meaning traps and alarms were deactivated. These guys are no dummies. They're showing this person exactly what they wanted her to see. So, who knows what else could be there? Booby traps, nasty traps, guards, temple guardians, the works. What did the guards look like when when you first, you know, narratively consulted? Uh, It was going to be big temple guardians, like maybe a stone golem or maybe kind of a, you know, temple of doom. I mean, similar to but legally distinct from temple of doom, sort of a this, by the way, it was before that would have been really inappropriate you know, mm-hmm. although thinking mm-hmm. back, actually, it might have been inappropriate from the jump. We can use that, though. If we come up on them and they're using your costumes, we can point out that it might not be in the best taste. Very culturally inappropriate. That's their weakness. Yes, and maybe they will <laughs> run away. Do not do that. Yeah, get the hell out of here, you guys. Absolutely. <laughs> what the hell are you doing here? Get out of here. <laughs> and we will tell them. We don't like this in all of Las Vegas. 
yeah. The real problem with the guards, like, that's got to be the most heavily guarded place. Like, we got to make sure that security is as thin as possible. I think I have an idea. <laughs> what if I manage to get back into the game room, cause a huge scene, causing lots of security to come swarm to the game room to throw me out, as we've already seen has happened once. Yeah, yeah. Flashback to the Neil Scum crew getting thrown out to make it a little easier for you guys to get through the secret entrance. All eyes will be on you. I'm talking a level five toddler meltdown in there. I'll be shitting and pissing, coming and pooping. They're going to be everyone. It's all hands on deck getting this guy out of there. Maybe I'll even die. So while you're causing the commotion in the game room, I'll be wheeling. Oh, sorry. Never mind. Go ahead. No, 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 no. That's exactly what I was going to say. Oh, okay. Great. Uh, I was thinking I'd be wheeling a tiny little tricycle. So I get over to the distraction, and now I'm the little ridiculous (laughs) huge man on a really tiny little bicycle. A double distraction. And everybody, we can. No, okay, fine. I'll, uh, I'll take the refrigerator. I got a question. So even if we were to get this pot out, even if we were to escape through like some sort of secret entrance uh, exit, right? An alarm would go off. And how are we going to like delay the alarm? Like, how do you get to the security room and pull a plug on the alarm? I'll go to the game room and I'll start a distraction. Alan, that's kind of like what I'm what I'm already doing in the game room. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, then uh, I figured, you know, it worked well the first time. Why not? A double distraction? I can get back up into the game room. It's not that I could run from where I am at with the vault and the refrigerator, go back to the game room, make a huge distraction, meet you in the security room. Alan, Alan, aren't you a hacker? Isn't that part of Clouded Aspirations? (laughs) Doesn't it talk about... I can hack, yeah. Is there something to hack? Probably, like, the security system and everything. Sure, yeah. I mean, if you you guys put me right on a fucking rail in front of a computer program... Actually, yeah. I'll hack it. I'm coming in, like, I'm here as required through the terms of my old contract to come in and vet your existing security services because I'm obliged to. And it's, it's my job to con my way to the security center room. And that means I should have, uh, I'm sorry, what's your name again? Alan. I think I actually say that in character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. do not realize how much that probably makes you angry. Um, <laughs> and then, Alan, you're with me. And then. And what's your name again? For this, I will be going professional, <laughs> which is Patrick instead of Pat. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we've got Dak wheeling a fridge. Tech inside of a fridge, me standing near it, walking. And me shadowing a writing consultant, checking out a security system. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the fridge gets wheeled in, put in the vault. Pox leaves with Dak, clean. Tech opens the vault. Meanwhile, what are the consultants doing? So. Networking. Networking. <laughs> <laughs> we would be. In security, like the main security hub, ready to hack. And he looks he looks at Alan. Hack? Do we still say hack? Oh yes, we still say hack. Okay. In fact, some of us shout it from the rooftops. <laughs> so so you can do the hacking. Mm-hmm. Do you know their their OS? Our OS? Do we still do OS? I actually don't know. I, I got a little uh, <laughs> uh, 
brain plug, plug thing. I just plug I just plug it oh, in and it's like a video game. It. You play okay, it in so head. You do the brain plug. Mm-hmm. Brain plug. Yeah, yeah. Alan Thatcher can just plug in and fuck with the security system. And block the police alarm, I think, is a big thing, too. Pox leaves because she's done her job and there's just a guy with a dolly and it's his job to like wheel that out of there eventually. But she's a busy person with place to go. So she leaves. We get that on cameras. Don't erase that bit when you brain plug it. That's all they'll see is her leaving and then it all goes haywire. On my way out. With Pox, I stay behind to play a couple hands of blackjack, and if things go double south, that's when the tantrum starts with the pissing, <laughs> the pooping, the coming, and the shitting. And I'm wearing this, and Dak reveals that he has on a uh, bomb, like dynamite vest. <laughs> uh, by the way, this thing is live. <laughs> and then I will just put on my camo armor stuff, and then I'll be invisible. I'll come back in, and no one will even know I'm there. And I can do another distraction in the security office. Yeah, okay. Actually, yeah. We're, we're in the security closet. We've successfully opened the door. And now the writing consultant's shadow partner is a double agent. And he <gasps> darts over to the room and then steals it. It turns out that the entire time we've been presenting Pat as a legitimate security consultant. But in fact, I, Alan, Alan Thatcher... Am the double agent who then went to go steal the pod. Oh, that's Everybody brilliant. loves a double cross. I love it. Great. And Alan looks at Pat and he's like, you really are going to need to sell how distraught you are in this security complex. I trust me. Okay. And then you take it out the secret exit? Yeah, I'll be fine. I'll make it. Okay. Everything's going to be so perfect. <laughs> yes. All right. This is great. Once we both get in and do our things, then we converge, then we have to get out? Yes. Yeah. Does that sound good? Like, that sounds like a plan. Let's just run with that. Is that making sense for everybody? We like, c'est bien. Sounds yes, like a laugh. Meet, I'm in. And then we leave. <laughs> and then we get out of there. Okay. So here we are. Two hours before it's got to go down. This is it. It's got to happen. The crew sweating in their Vegas suits, looking at this table. All the pieces are in place. The plan is figured out. They are all giving each other knowing looks as they lay out the plan. Here we go. Step one. Havantha Smarsgile, or whatever I said my name was, something like that. She has a beautiful new pod to store. It's magical as well. It's covered in these beautiful things. And it's glorious and great. I've never seen a better pod. I'm going to go in with Dak. Well, she's going to go in with Dak. Legitimately. She actually won't go in with Dak. She's going to go in with J.P. Tugboat. That's right. J.P. Tugboat (laughs) and Havantha Smarsgyle are going straight to the vault where we are going to be let in. We're going to drop off our beautiful pod with Tech Wizard inside it. And then we're going to just leave. Wait, 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 wait. There's a step before you leave, I think. Yes. In the meantime, I, being shadowed by fellow author, Alan, come in to fulfill a necessary obligation from a decades-old security contract to briefly overview and consult my work, which is why we need to be done before midnight, which will give us an hour and a half and a sense of urgency uh, to make this uh, move forward. An hour and a half? (laughs) That gives us a half-hour lunch break. (laughs) (laughs) There we go, check. 
Step number three is when Pox, in her clever disguise, will leave. But meanwhile, J.P. Tugboat is going to stick behind because he's got a hankering for gambling. And he will move to the high rollers area and weasel into a game with some cold, hard cash. You'll have to roll to lose at Blackjack, though. It's very, it's a rough one. (laughs) It's a really easy game. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile... While masquerading as a writer who would need to shadow another writer to be some sort of consultant, Alan will be in the security hub, and I will be hacking into all of the cameras and destroying all of the footage, and also opening and closing the door. And you will be uh, betraying me, and the code word for that is uh, swordfish? Swordfish. Yes. All right. When I drop that, you'll know. Perfect. Perfect. Pat, you said the password was a sort of fish. What what sort of fish was it? <laughs> <laughs> so clever. And before the system is triggered, that's when I pop out the vault. I pull the physical latch before the electronic lock is released by Alan. And then, buddy, that vault door is open from the inside. Ooh, and to help smooth the process, meanwhile, old JP Tugboat will be making a real hissy fit over in the high rollers table, causing security to come swarming when JP reveals that he has shit and pissed and pooped and cummed in his mad blind rage. Oh, they're going to have to bring all hands on deck. And while that distraction takes up most of the security forces, I will run over to the pod and help it get out of the security complex. <laughs> and we go right out the front door, right? Were we going out the front door? I, I think we We're got a couple. We're going out the third front door, which is the back door exit. Via the secret exit. Secret fake entrance. Fake secret entrance. It's not a fake entrance, right? Like we can. That's a real. Someone, yeah, a real someone's going to be there to meet me, right? When I get down there and have all my stuff ready to go and a backpack full of a pod and, and things. Tech looks Alan in the eyes and says, I will never leave you behind. In, a, in an ominous way, Alan looks at Tech and he goes, I don't know. All of this sounds like it could fall apart. It's going to go. <laughs> It's going to go great. I think there's just a long silence at the table as they all look to each other, and then it cuts to them in the truck. Uh, (laughs) Blackout. (laughs) Can we say they're actually in the back of the trailer, like, just before go time? Yeah. Okay. All right. We ready for this? First, I must put on my costume. Pox just puts her hair up in a bun. (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) Do you want to say, too, that maybe we all have, like, little nude earpieces in yeah. To, uh, Ooh, yeah. Very uh, good. Alan Thatcher proof uh, or like Alan Thatcher beefed up security system. Yeah. Yeah. That is okay. That is good. They're also little tiny bombs. Yeah. They <laughs> will explode and kill each of us. During this, I say, now this is a good plan, but I, I want to check. Do we have to get the whole pot or can we just take what's inside? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we can't get it open. <laughs> Oh, okay. When I got this fridge, the guy said the same thing. It's really, you can't open it, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, we could open it and put tech in there. I just mean that, you know, it's a it's a, it's a, a thing for pods, you know. He says this, he's like pushing tech's head in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> so it just doesn't open up. What What is in the pod? What's in the pod? What's in it? I don't really know what's in the pod. They said like clone stuff or something, but I don't I don't know. Yeah. It's a it's a whole mission thing and And if we keep it closed, we get it we get a few extra bucks, so it's like when we couldn't get it open, we're not really Ah. 
Say no more. Our buddy Z, who went missing, he he had like some kind of emotional connection to it. We feel like yeah, so. yep. it might be a sexual thing too with Z. I don't know. He Which real, is cool, plays honestly. it close to his uh, heart. I tell you, when you've been around for as long as I have, you realize that pretty much everything is a sexual thing. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? And Dak shares a knowing look with Pat Rothfuss. <laughs> Cut to like. Xanadu is pulling up a few blocks away from the action. Everyone's got their costumes on. They've got their look on. Everyone is just like, yeah, we're going to do this. Do you guys have like a like on three, one, two, three or something? Like go blah, blah, blah. They say four. One, two, <laughs> two three, four. four. Hands up. It's because they had a really good inside joke about golf. Yeah. <laughs> found we found in the middle of the episode no less well guess what it's me and me and that's it it's, it's just, just us it's just mike and eleni at this interlude and that's because everybody's got migraines some kind everybody's of reason has got a reason to live and to live laugh love and be just Doing their thing except for us we have no reason. we got no reason so we're here doing the interlude hanging out inviting you into our house Eleni, how the hell are you doing at this interlude? Oh, I'm doing very good in this interlude. How are you doing? I got to say, um, unfortunately, I'm doing pretty great. Oh, unfortunately. That's pretty rough. I'm so sorry. I was just trying to make it a little bit of a surprise that I was doing well. I was trying to do the lead in. Oh, he's, he's something's wrong. Oh, he's doing great. You surprise. Guys, I got to tell you my joke that I made earlier. It wasn't a good joke, okay? But... I got to tell it. So I made this dinner and it had some chicken with this like Dijon type sauce on it. And I said, it's not delivery. It's Dijon-y. Because it's like kind of dijon You know, the sauce is like, you know. And who did you say the joke to? To Mike. And what did Mike do? He said, uh, what? What's dijon What's dijon and then i had to explain it and it still wasn't funny but it was funny uh, i just didn't understand it and didn't (laughs) laugh at all and now here we are but then nobody else has laughed either but i had to try again the listeners have laughed and they're canceling me as not funny yeah you're canceled for not liking dijon but then so listener i tried to do a callback afterwards and i couldn't pronounce the word that eleni said because it didn't make sense to me so it didn't like stick in my brain so i was like eleni it's not delivery it's dijonese (laughs) dijonese dijon yeah yeah he kept trying to say variations that none of them were correct i was was like grasping at straws to try and do a call back to honor eleni's joke but now i'm just in an interlude talking to you the listener during the neoscom podcast during one of our amazing pat rothfuss blair Britt episodes we're having a great time we're laughing and now i gotta tell you yay i just gotta say real quick blair Britt. sometimes i just want to say brayer blit 
And now I said it, and now the urge is gone. It's not delivery, it's Brere Blit. <laughs> Thank you so much. And now we have a special treat for you. Yes, the treat is that we will continue to speak. And today, you will receive our recommendations. Recommendation number one, go to the Neoscum merch store. It's on Threadless. Go no, there, go buy some stuff. Neoscum.com slash shop. Neoscum.com slash shop. I'm going to tell you why. We got just so much good stuff on there. We've got multiple Neoscum logos, Neoscum good shirts, various designs. Ganon has several designs. We got designs from Dread Singles. We got designs from Potato Fuzz. And, you know, when you sport one of our t-shirts or something else and your friend sees it and is like, what is that? That is so cool looking. That is like one of the greatest ways that we can spread the word of our humble and little beautiful podcast. So... Thank you to everyone who has already gotten shirts and merch and, you know, you get what you can. We love it. And we if you if simply you, love if it. If you can't get it, if you're just listening to the episodes, that's valid too. Sometimes Neo Scum merch is just a mindset. It's just a, uh, a, a state of being. So You can do a cosplay from your closet. You could just grab the, the clothes you already have and just become a shadow runner. And now you're doing... Go commit crimes. Go yeah. out and commit crimes just like we do on the podcast. And I got to say, not just a shadow runner, it's specifically a neo scum dark movers type. You got to be somebody who's on dark movers. We're trying to separate from the shadow run brand. So that's what this is about. That's what this is about. It's uh, it's not so much shadow run as it is you're cyber, our world. Yeah, you're a, you're a neo scum cyber criminal trademark npc what's your name what's your npc name tweet it at us Splooge mcbutt uh mine is mine is something like pickle nerf ball i guess nerf ball is is a real thing but that's my name jason jason reply guy is mine jason reply guy jr because i'm telling a story about a family anyway we also have before we're gonna leave this is just two out of the five neo scum people so we're filling out the interlude with some recommendations on top of the recommendation to go to the merch store uh lenny do you have anything to recommend to the listener free of charge yeah i'm gonna recommend free of charge let's see what do i like recently you know what this is probably calling out into a sea of people that have already seen this but we just watched over the garden wall again and you know what I'm going to recommend it. If you haven't seen it, it is just an absolute delight. It's a mini series. The whole thing runs about two hours long. Every episode is like 10 minutes. And it's the perfect thing for getting into the fall season. So if you're wanting to feel like cozy fall, winter times, uh, just I love it. It's autumnal porn. It's like if you are trying to go see the most like hyper condensed essence of fall, that's also really well made and has amazing voice acting. Can't miss Over the Garden Wall. I, what am I going to recommend? What the hell am I going to recommend? What are, what is he going to recommend? Oh my God. What's it going to be? I don't even know. I've been reading a lot of books. I just beat Yakuza 6. I completed the saga of, of Kiryu Kazuma. What about your book that you just read that you liked? Oh, I can recommend that. I, I just finished a book recommended to me by none other than Casey Tony, And that was a book called The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. It is a 
Ooh, a period piece, mystery, mind puzzle. And that's all I'll say about it because I went in not knowing what to expect and I had a great time and I recommend going in not knowing what to expect beyond that it is a, on surface level, just like a British murder mystery and then it goes places. Cool. It was very good. I'm going to have a Lenny listen into the audiobook yes, soon enough. I will. The audiobook too. I also recommend the audiobook. It was a very listenable audiobook. The person who was reading it did a fantastic job reading off all those voices. It was a gallery of different British accents and I enjoyed it immensely. Hooray. I love it. So these have been our recommendations. Recommendation number one, tell your friends about our show. Recommendation number two, over the garden wall. Recommendation number three, say the name again. The seven and a half deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. The seven and a half deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. Recommendation number four, have a great day. Well, recommendation number five. Run after this train. Or run away from it, because I don't know. I'm chasing it this time. It's chasing me. It's like I'm behind and you're in front. Yeah, it's a real uh, Michael Enny sandwich with the interlude trade in the middle. We're talking very calmly for the amount of action that's going on. Yeah, too. I'm running, but I am able to keep my breath very steady because I'm an amazing athlete. I, I am an amazing athlete as well, and I have like a flintlock pistol that I'm just kind of firing blindly behind me at the train conductor to try to stop this damn train. Casey, edit in some sounds, please. <laughs> also, don't forget to tweet at us your NPC name. That's from me, Pickle Nerf Ball. I'm following a train. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> I made myself laugh at that. That was so stupid. <laughs> I don't even it's know what I'm talking about. Not, it's not the interlude. It's the genies. It's the genies. De- <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Let's cut. So now we're in Xanadu. Bam. Okay. Dead of night. 11 p.m. Dark. We're seeing, maybe someone's looking through binoculars, looking at the El Kuru Pyramid, seeing a few high rollers walking inside past security. Can it look really, really tiny and it's tech and he's looking through the binoculars the wrong way? <laughs> it's so small. Uh, Alan just like switches around. Oh. So let's begin with step one of the plan, wheeling in the fridge. So step one of the plan, we've got Pox and Dak with tech in the fridge. Can you explain to me how that's going down and approach? Pox looks absolutely fabulous. Her hair is pulled back into a bun again. She's wearing her little business outfit. She has some little heels on. So cute. Dak looks absolutely suave and cool. Even though he's just an assistant, he's wearing his traditional zoot suit and he's got his hair dyed black and totally slicked back. Oh, he looks like one smooth customer. That's right. And they are suavely, Pox also has her briefcase, which is her coat. It never leaves her. They are suavely 
walking in to the main entrance. Mm-hmm. Moving a dolly that has a fridge on it. Yeah, moving a dolly that has like a big fridge on it, yes. Yeah, yeah, so the security come up and they're like, oh, uh, what's this uh, What's this business here? And then the, that, that lean elf pops around the corner and is like, it's... Oh, it's no problem, fellas. It's no fat problem, fellas. Uh, hey, it's me. It's Ergus. Ergus Gamron. Ergus, so nice. I got your email. I was so excited that you'd be bringing it around this quickly. Uh, why don't you follow me inside? Thank you. Shit, they're on to us. <laughs> <laughs> Kill them all! <laughs> Deck De- pulls out his ceramic pistol and shoots himself in the head. <laughs> they're not taking me alive. Yeah. Just a fucking river of blood through, and it's like, and two hours later, they're driving to L.A. <laughs> I-, I should mention this too. Dak has a extremely large cigar in his mouth that he's just biting. Huge cigar. Oh, yeah. And he's just biting on it. Okay, so... Yes, my delivery man loves cigars. So, so, and that, and I, and I love that in a delivery man, you're a nice stogie you ever smoke down on a sweet Cuban. (laughs) Never got my hands on one of those, but after this gig tonight, who knows? Who knows indeed. So you guys are now walking into the speakeasy, so let's pull back out. For team two, team author. Boom! What are we looking like? I think as they wheel it past, Mm -hmm. we're already in there, and Mm -hmm. I'm talking to some poor put-upon underling. Yeah. Saying, (laughs) and oh, oh, and I get to do the thing that I've literally never done in real life. I am saying, do you, do you know who I am? I'm like, I am under contract to be here. You, I'm sorry, son. This isn't your fault. It's not your fault that no one's told you. Mm. Is Ergus the head of security? Um, Let's say he's a representative. He's connected with security, but he's not the head. Okay. Then I say, head of security is supposed to be here to meet me. I am here to do a consult because legal came back and discovered that if I don't do a walkthrough by the end of today, we are both in breach of contract and all of the insurance on this casino is void. And son, you don't mm-hmm. want to yeah. fuck with the insurance people, right? No, <laughs> no, uh, no, we don't want to do that. Listen, uh, excuse me, not, <laughs> sir, we understand. Why don't I just show you guys to the security room. I'll get head of security and he'll come meet up with you. Why don't you just follow me this way? Wait a minute. We want a glass of water first. Um, <laughs> sure thing. Would you guys both like a glass of water? Uh, sparkling. Sparkling, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, it's in my rider. Uh, oh, well, yes. I'm. He's like, I'll have to go to 7-Eleven to grab it, but okay. <laughs> Check. Get back, okay. In the, get back in the pod. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he opens the fridge. Oh no, it's all done. Dak shoots himself Kill with him. the ceramic <laughs> Okay, so the schmuck runs off to go get some sparkling water. So now we're like cutting down, 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 down. We we're going down beneath the pyramid. You guys are walking through a cobwebbed sort of like VIP game room, and Ergus is just like, it's a poppin' night. Are you guys thinking around sticking around later? Maybe trying your luck? Oh, I wish I could. I'm unfortunately have got to get back to the office. It's a big, mm. big night tonight. Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Me, I, I think I've got a 
time to stick around if you'll have me. <laughs> it's a it's a high roller game, my friend. I, I do you think you get? I may be uh, just a lowly dolly mover, but uh, what do you think about this? And then uh, Dak pulls out a, a cred stick with 100,000 new yen in and goes, <gasps> I just got an inheritance because my mom and dad died. <laughs> and, pause. and there's a pause, a sad pause as Dak thinks about his uh, his real deceased parents. And, <laughs> oh. and Pox like gives a, a knowing, but strangely smiling Look and pats her briefcase, <laughs> and it's very awkward. <laughs> yeah, we're being we're being incredibly awkward, and Dak is now smiling, but his eyes aren't smiling, yeah. and he's just thinking about his dead parents in the crash that happened all those years ago. And he's like, "This is the first thing that came to my mind, clearly because it's a trauma I've never dealt with before." But then back to the reality, he's got this huge stogie in his mouth. Yeah, Ergus says, "Okay." And then he opens, he he takes a key and he opens this large door and behind the large door is the, is the vault. We see the vault, we smell the mold, we feel the air conditioning, we look at that green, crackly, sort of grassy looking like carpet. Um, and he walks up to the vault and he's like, don't peek. <laughs> That's okay, I know that you guys can't see what I'm putting in right now. Vault opens up. And he's like, well, you can just uh, place it right there and uh, send us the check, and that's business. And do we see the other pod? Yeah, you do see the other pod. It's it's sitting there looking cool. Good. I was really waiting for you to be like, the pod's not there. Get it listens to us come up with a plan for half an hour. And then <laughs> as soon as we get to the vault, he's like, yeah, it's not in there. Yeah, it's not. It's fucking not there. <laughs> There's a second yeah. team doing their own heist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, you guys should have gotten here quicker. <laughs> yeah. Dak brings the dolly in and brings it next, kind of next to the other pod, but not like suspiciously mm-hmm. next to the other pod. And then kind of gives it a little tap tap for Tech Wizard's benefit to let him know that he's in the vault, but we're not in the clear yet, but he's at least there. It's like once he hears that tap, he knows that he's yeah. like, all right, in nine minutes or whatever or something yeah they like did not that. come up like, with a good system where Dak could tap right when he was supposed to come out it's only like hey now you know you have nine minutes and 15 seconds for me to clear the room <laughs> yeah right. start counting now uh and also Dak just casually is just like wish i knew what was in this damn pod they say it's magical and then he walks away yeah yeah just yeah. in and case Fox is like uh, anyway yeah, so you guys are walking out and you see those those two elite guards that are standing there, the weirdly clean guy with skull shoulder pads and the and the very brutal, like bladed looking guy in a full armor and a, and a staff. And at that point, do we all realize that we have not taken into consideration these two guards at all? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think we're just still like riding high in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> We're riding the fucking lightning. Can I add a little Ocean's Eleven? Yeah. When uh, what's the what's the security guy's name? Who was just talking? Ergus. Ergus. When Ergus leaves, just like in Ocean's Eleven, he just like puts like a binder up on the on the top of the fridge that Tech Wizards in, <laughs> and so that when yeah, Tech yeah, comes yeah, yeah. out, he has to like reach over and grab it before it hits the floor. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Lasers. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Uh-huh. I just needed to add That's that. I, this needs to be almost Please, a shot for shot. It has to be exactly like <laughs> That's what the <laughs> listeners want. I've never seen it, so I'm happy to. Pretty um, good. It's great. Yeah. Holds up. To do that by accident. Yeah. And. 
We're gonna cut to the security room. Boom, okay, so higher up in the actual pyramid itself, above a dilapidated ballroom that's disgracefully out of use, you guys are in this security room. There's a few of these rather brutal-looking guards who have maybe... uh, You can see a little bit of that temple guard thing has sort of been... It's more tasteful. It's more tasteful. It's it's just sort of an illusion, too, so who knows if uh, threats of insensitivity will uh, work on these uh, buff-looking dudes. Or they look like golems, in case that's, that's riding the fire a little bit too much. Anyway... We're looking at the cameras and the head of security who's just this really, like, veiny, muscular, stinky, like, weird, like, he's weird, like, he's got, like, this leather cap on his head and this mace strap, this, like, electro mace strapped to his back. His name's Deiru, and he's he's talking to both of you guys, and he's just like, uh, so sorry again that we weren't able to properly bring you in Mr. Rothfuss. Mr. Uh, what was your name again, sir? Patrick, is he talking to you or to me? I think he's talking to you. I'm talking to you. Oh. Me? My name's Alan Thatcher. I'm uh, an assistant of Mr. Rothfuss and, and I've been working with him for some time. In fact, we have such a close bond and it goes back so many years. It seems like if I were to disappear, then it might break him. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's true. I, I would be lost without without <laughs> Alan here. And as he's looking at the monitors and he mm-hmm. sees these two guards, yeah, like and showing the vault door, and it, and then that's where he's like, right, guards. There's physical human guards on the vault, right. <laughs> and he goes, um, so. Uh, this is good. Uh, and again, thank you for accommodating this. It's just my my agent only found this in my contract six hours ago. But thank goodness we're, we will be able to do the full sweep. Um, and so the insurance won't be voided. Lord knows how many millions of dollars everyone would be liable to. Because, I mean, surely you understand if your insurance lapses here, anything that goes wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, and yes. just... You know, uh, but and in fact, I I've already given you several minus points because the ballroom is not being used. Does that okay. make the, sense, Patrick? The, the ballroom is a disappointment. I am not going to lie about that, and it's a it's a breach in security. Yeah. I would like to say just an inefficiently utilized ballroom. Imagine how well, many fewer security scares you'd have if there was a thriving, well used ballroom right in this area of the building. I mean. I mean, I have huge balls. He mm-hmm. has huge balls. Mm-hmm. Me? We all have huge balls. Oh, oh I thought right. you were talking to me. No, never mind. Gregor, he wasn't talking about your balls. Uh, tiny little balls. Yeah, they're real tiny. Oh, but th- this was back in the day. Um, anyway, so now uh, the last two things are uh, we need to uh, inspect the vault door. Uh, or rather, rather, I will inspect the vault door. I know that uh, you probably aren't authorized to let my assistant back there. He'll stay here in the ops center. And uh, oh, and Alan, uh, when you're done here, feel free to go and check out the buffet uh, after I get to the vault. Uh, I hear they have a lovely swordfish there. Sorry, they have a lovely swordfish in the buffet. Once I'm at the vault door, then 
Uh, you could go hit the buffet. It looked- You piece of shit. You told me you would eat dinner with me tonight, and now you're telling oh. me that I have to go uh, eat at mm-hmm. a buffet like an idiot? Well, no, no. I, I will meet you at the buffet. The swordfish? I don't buffet? want any swordfish at the buffet, okay? F- fellas. Is there a different sort of fish? <laughs> a swordfish? Is there- we have other sorts of fish. And Alan turns over and just just punches the head of security in the face and then runs out of the door. <laughs> Can you please roll for punching? Oh, no. I was thinking oh, on my you, feet. I was doing on, such a good uh, job. You were. You were. You were. We've made it to you step were. two. We've made it to step two. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, hey, Alan Thatcher, this is the betrayal. I mean, technically, we got to step five, I think, I technically. Think, I think no, he, he didn't hack anything. Yeah. Oh, You're yeah, on no, it. Oh. I'm not out of the room yet. Yeah. You working, You got that punch going? What am I rolling? Am I just rolling uh, unarmed combat? Yeah. I would hope that's good. Yeah, it ought to be. Oh, I hope he gets knocked right Alan out. Alan is a punch guy. That's yeah. his, like, calling card. Yeah, he's going to get knocked out. It's going to be great. He punches the keyboard, and he punches guys in the head. What do we got? One, two, three hits. <gasps> yes! My guy got... Three hits. Fuck oh. off, Gannon. I mean that respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> the punch comes and he just holds up his hand and goes, Oh shit. Grabs your fist uh, and says, I, I Can Alan actually say that? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um. Oh, can, I, can I grab him by the like by the scruff in the neck and like shake him and like dress down my my unruly assistant? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, go for it. So I will. I will grab him like a naughty kitten. By the scruff of his neck, mm-hmm. and I'll give him such a dressing down, mm-hmm. like military school, and you're a disappointment to me as a child. Oh my god! <laughs> to the point where everyone there will be so uncomfortable. That's my goal. Yeah, to make everyone so uncomfortable listening to any human being being spoken to this way by the person employing them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you're just dressing this guy down. You're barking at him. You're just like <sighs> giving it to him. And everyone's just like, whoa, 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 hey, hey. Um, I assume- and I say, I, everyone, I am sorry. I go, and you will sit here. And then, like I said, I'm going to look at the vault door and I'm going to be accompanied by the fabulous, I'm sorry, Mr. Uh, uh, my name, <laughs> you want to know my name, but of course, my name is Deru. Deru. Mr. Deru will take me. Or, I, I'm sorry, you must be so busy and you weren't planning on this. You can feel free to send uh, someone else. I, I imagine you have other things to do. I can to. accompany you. I can accompany <sighs> you. It's no trouble at all. Didn't didn't think that went through. If I could have the room to myself for a little bit, I could use some time to recover emotionally. Okay. <laughs> I want you to sit here and think about what you did. Preferably as alone as possible, if that's okay with we'll everyone. We'll just be leaving the man with the very tiny balls here. He can be in the room. <laughs> no, not even him. Not even him. No, okay. he's going to stay in the no, room. No, not even him. And I'm leaving okay. now with Mr. Rothfuss. So, All right. This stinky guy with the leather hat walks out with Pat. So let's cut now. Let's see now. What step are we on? I think it's, <laughs> let's, maybe we start on Dak. So Dak... Pox has just walked ahead of you. They, uh, Ergus, Ergus and Pox wave goodbye to you as you hang back in the game room. It's sort of done up kind of like a burial chamber. There's there's about like five games going on. You'll have to roll to lose at Blackjack, though. It's very, it's a rough one. <laughs> yeah, it's a really easy game. <laughs> 
it's popping. It's a good energy. There's like some swanky sort of like speakeasy, cheesy jazz playing. It's a little tacky, but it's popping. And you see the same blackjack table you're at before. And that troll with the silver teeth who was sort of challenging you, saying you weren't tough enough. You see him there. The troll with the silver teeth? Was that from this episode? Or? Sorry, no. no, that was many episodes ago. Um, you That was when we were here. Last time you were here, there was a troll who was telling you you weren't betting enough, and you were kind of a wimp for that. Was, was, that, the, was that the blackjack dealer? No, it was just another guy playing at the table. Okay, well, I don't want to seem like the guy that was here before. Perfect. So... Dak clocks that guy mm-hmm. and is like drawn towards that table to prove that guy a point, but then remembers the purpose of why he's here. And he forces himself to gravitate towards the table at the other side of the hall because this guy would recognize him uh, even with his black hair slicked back. Alan got watches. Alan Holy watches. shit, I will say, as a fan of this podcast, watching Dak grow as a character in this moment <laughs> was honestly kind of emotionally stirring. Yeah. I'm not even <laughs> shitting around. Yeah. Like, Dak is strong enough to not punch somebody sometimes. <laughs> Pat's like, like, I gotta go oh, up to him, but I can't. Alan's watching all of this on the video feed, and as he sees Dak like, turn away from this physical confrontation, he just puts his hand up on the screen and he goes, boy, Dak. <laughs> and then Dak reverses and shoots a guy in the head. Uh, <laughs> uh, distraction begun. So, Dak, you're plopping down at a blackjack table. Why don't you play a game of blackjack? You see the dealer. Dealer's a, a tall uh, orc, orc guy. He's got these big tusks in his mouth. He's like, uh, how'd he do it, partner? Hey, pretty, uh, pretty all right. Just came into a large inheritance because my m- uh, mom and dad died. Uh, <laughs> My condolence. Uh, <laughs> Sad eyes. A thousand yards there. Why do I keep bringing this back? Uh, what uh, uh, What is the minimum and what is the maximum bet at this table, my good sir? Minimum's 20. 20K. 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 Let's, let's start with a clean 25. He says around his giant stogie. <laughs> and I'm going to have a Lenny spot check this since we don't have screen share on our right, current right, right. thing. All right. I'm typing Ele- in. Okay. I'll if tell you, you can just what really happens. clearly say the cards that you're seeing. Yeah, I will. <clears throat> uh, Wizard of Odds, right? That's what we do? Yeah. Yeah, we like Wizard of Odds. Wizard of Odds. Maybe we're smash cutting this right now with, like, inside the vault. Okay, we'll do the, the binder. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The vault is opening slightly and the binder sliding off. The binder starts to slide and Tech Wizard does a real, you see his arm like reach out and grab it last minute, like very smooth. But then the vault door opens and he's like kind of dislocated his shoulder. <laughs> or not dislocated. He's he's done, so, he's pulled something because that was uh, way too smooth of a maneuver. So he's, he's like, ah, 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 ah. Yeah. To clarify, the vault door didn't open the pod. Not the vault. I'm sorry. Yeah, the fridge door. Yeah. yeah he grabs the binder. Ah. Boom. Okay, I'm seeing Dak Rambo smiling. So Dak, we're at we're at the table. Dak is smiling. Look at his cards. What has he got? So he's got a king and a two. It's Ooh. a it's not a smile so much as it is a painful grimace. And the dealer, oh, no. <laughs> what the dealer, dealer have? has a five and a mystery card. Okay, and the advice the advice that the little man that lives in Dak's head is telling him is to stand. <gasps> it's so hard to stand on a twelve. That's I tough. know. It's Dak's, the worst. Dak is going to uh, 
double. No! Yeah, oh my god. Boom, boom. The odds favor standing. Are you sure you want to double, <laughs> says a little man inside Dak's mind palace. And Dak picks this guy up and slams him up against the wall and starts punching him in the stomach repeatedly as coins fly out. And that Dak can later use to spend his experience points on his Dak skill tree, like uh, a certain Yakuza video game franchise that Mike may or may not be playing a lot of lately. It's a pandemic. Let me have my pleasures. <laughs> I'm going to double. Oh, what was it? What is it? It's, oh it was God. an eight. So. Oh. oh, I won. Oh, and Wait, he won really? the jack. Okay, the, the, the dealer got a five, a jack, and a two. So that's 17. 17. And then 17. Dak got eight, two, which is a 10, and a king, which is a 10. So it's 20. And you doubled? Or and you I just doubled. Doubles? And I bet I bet 25,000 new yen. Holy shit, how much and is doubled, that? doubled, so it's 100,000 that you get, isn't it? He wins 50. He nets fifty. He nets. Or wait, 50? wouldn't that only be if you singled? Is this well? No, it's it's, it's a hundred. No, you'd have fifty total yeah. if you singled. Uh, you have seventy-five total. Wow, this man's got a bit of luck on him today, says the dealer, smiling. Dak, Dak uh, <laughs> is like, well, compliments to the chef, and I, I throw him a five thousand uh, new yen chip. Thank okay, you, so I'm so. going to add this. Well, let's see how this ends up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a meltdown in the future, so we'll see how he gets there. Let's jump to Alan Thatcher. Alan, you're here in the security room. There's a man who's got apparently small balls next to you. Uh, he's dressed up as just a regular security guy. He's looking at the cameras. You're kind of sitting, fuming. Yeah, it's been like five minutes, and no, neither of us have said anything. And then Alan just kind of like looks over at him and, and goes... I don't really care if you have big balls or small balls. Or no balls. You're a man to me. He looks at you, and he it's like he is staring through your eyes to the back of your soul, and his eyes start to water, and he starts to, like, weep with his, like, his face in his hands, and then he, like, rolls his chair over to you and, like, kind of embraces you a little bit to, like, cry on you. Yeah, and that's he's crying on you now. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. Alan's that good. Okay, go sit back in the corner now. <laughs> please, please go sit in the corner. Um, I'm just uh, going to be over here looking at video cameras. Okay, I'm just... <laughs> and Alan is like... Might if I just kind of talk out a few things with you? I feel like you're a really good listener. Absolutely, absolutely. And Alan's like not even looking at him. He's like feeling behind like monitors and stuff, trying to like find like a port where he can he can plug in. Yeah, you find the port. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he found it. Pete Buttigieg Jr., um, <laughs> sit, he, he lays, like, he leans his chair, like, he pulls the thing, leans his chair all the way back like a therapy, like a classic Freudian, like, lay, and is facing away <laughs> from Alan as if it's a therapy session and is just talking about his life and everything. I don't know that. I don't know that person. You, you, I don't know that person. I don't know that person either. <laughs> I don't know any of these people. You cannot, you cannot that was my talk mom. to me about these that people. Was my, that, was, that was my... All right. Um, and then Alan's just going to try to hack. All right. Is, is that chill? Yeah, it's chill. Hell yes. I'm assuming this I love is... the dynamic between Alan Thatcher and Casey characters. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's good to be able to play with Casey in a couple different characters when I'm playing Alan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm doing seven for this. Great. 
Ooh, three hits. That's good. Ooh, papa. You're in two marks. Ching, ching. So, Alan, Alan. That was the first time a a woman told me that. (laughs) Wait, go back. What was it? Oh. Oh, it was, it was the, the tiny balls thing, yeah. Oh. It's pretty much at the core of everything. Is yeah. that really just, like, the main thing about you? I mean, you got any other... Yeah, that's, that's kind of my... You got any other hobbies? You could be the soccer guy. It's kind of my, like, one character trait that was assigned to me in a, in a gag, you know? And yeah. I'm just kind of going to ride Listen. that out if that's okay. I'm not really trying to... Yeah. Listen, and next time you know, you're... Oh, yeah, but, you know, my mom did She did die recently. Next time you're in a podcast, really try to have conversations with the main characters because oftentimes that's that's kind of where you'll find maybe, you know, you'll come back and get to, like, expand your story and not just be, like, the little balls guy in one room in a fucking security. <laughs> like, like a recurring character. You know what? I, I'll be real. Depending on the podcast, I feel like little balls guy could come back and yeah. uh, literally never grow. And, you're not uh, wrong, okay? I mean, <laughs> this, could be, this could be a firecracker right here, okay? This might be a whole new podcast. Podcast just in this room right here, just the two of us having this conversation. <laughs> and uh, uh, Alan Thatcher's taking some keystrokes, and bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Camera's down. Vault door. You have access. Bam. Let's see, what step are we on now? Should we go to Pat? Yeah, let's go to Pat. Yeah, okay, so, yeah, perfect. So you're seeing through the cameras that Pat is coming into the vault door room. Except, like, as we're going down in the elevator, me talking to, Uh I I wrote down, I want to call him Drongo, and I know that's not right. (laughs) Deiru? Deiru. Deiru. I'm writing it down. Drongo is his brother. (laughs) And so, like, in the long, slow elevator ride, Mm -hmm. we're standing there, and it cuts in, and Pat's saying... I, I realized after I said it, it probably seemed pretty crass. See, the thing back back in, uh, I suppose it was like a hundred years mm-hmm. ago, there was a band named ACDC. Mm-hmm. They did schools out for the summer, right? And it, there were actually, it was a reference to lyrics from a song mm-hmm. called Big Balls. I was making a joke. Oh. And I mm-hmm. feel really bad about how that guy responded. Oh. It's just. I have big balls. I have the big, Yes. As on the classical station. That was the joke. But, I mean, that's ridiculous of me. A song from a hundred years ago. No one would know that. I can't imagine anyone ever getting a super upset about an ACDC song. Or, <laughs> so, like, it's okay. He's like, it's just such a different world. And he's like, we had magic back then, too. And he pulls out of his jacket pocket. I cast Fireball. Fireball whiskey. <laughs> You want a little nip? And he, and he hands him the flask. Yeah, you know, uh, I can't resist. Yeah, I'm a freak from the streets. You know, I'm, yeah. a mutant, I'm a mutant pollution monster. I go, it's a little strong. Be careful. All right. I don't mind. He takes It'll a, get you. He takes the shot. I like that we actually have a fireball in the back on the shelf back there. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm really... I'm stumping for that sponsorship. There's a bunch of Fireball whiskey. <laughs> fireball, please come on. Let's go, Fireball. And what I'm trying to, I like, I think I got to knock this dude out because. Uh, uh-huh. So like, I have just tried to to drug him mm-hmm. with whatever like alchemical knockout thing that I I have on my person. Great. Can it be what you used on Brandon Sanderson? Uh, no, that was, that was just physical violence there. Um, <laughs> just like what Ambrose used on Kvothe. In, uh, <laughs> I have read the books. I actually would like to say 
Uh, for the record, uh-huh. I do not think I could take Brandon Sanderson in the fight. <laughs> he is. <laughs> he is That's, first off, honestly, a, we are a, not allowed to fight people we do not think we could take in this podcast. A, a lovely, gentle, good-hearted human being, but also, dude has like I think at least like four inches of height on me and reach, Damn. and he's younger. Mm-hmm. That would be the saddest fight ever if he and I ever <laughs> went at it. That's why you got to poison him. <laughs> Trust is the deadliest weapon. What's up? This is the outro. This is the yeah. outro. What? We're leaving. What's happening? Gannon, uh, Gannon just told us that we had to record an outro, and we're we're hanging out for the first time since like 2019, all in person. I cannot believe for a second that he actually turned any recording device. He on, did. But he did. Link, really? link for it, and you'll see it. We got Blair here. Truly, we, truly, the Gannon just like picked up his phone, tapped at it like three times, and he's had a lot of. Listen, uh, fizzy drink. He's had a lot of uh, soda, he's, a lot yeah, of he's water. Had some he's, he's had some sodas. Hey, that's Michaela, by the way. Person. For those of you, and by those of you, I mean the one person in the Patreon who said, "Is Michaela a real person or a joke?" There, there's uh, Michaela. I, she is. She's I a great actress. I am both a real person and a joke. Yes, that's true. <laughs> and aren't uh, we all, folks? Aren't we all? Aren't we all? We're also playing a game of wavelength right now, and what I'm going to give is my suggestion. Uh, the the two sides are short and long. And my suggestion is this outro. Don't stop it. Oh. <laughs> that is TBD, Blair. How dare you? Yeah, well, you oh, get to decide. Wait, I short guess. and long? Uh, it's pretty short, but a li- for an outro, it's a bit long. Well, <laughs> we don't, we don't know. For something recorded on a phone? It's pretty long. The longer, hmm, that's oh, a good You know what? You, I think we're going to have to say uh, goodbye on the outro. Why don't you let Michaela say goodbye? Da, 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 da. Neil Scum is Blair Britt, Mike Migdal, Gannon Reedy, Eleni Sovajot, and Casey Tony. This episode of Neo Scum features music from Hozak Records. It may have been edited or modified for use. Track and artist details can be found in the liner notes for this episode. Learn more about Hozak and the artists they support at hozakrecords.com. Texan Jesus. Texan Jesus. <laughs>